0: The year of our Lord, 2023, you're in the war and we got a lot to go through. we got the great Bill Gertz and Rudy going to join us. And Bill's here to talk about the early stages of the third world war. And it ain't Bill Gertz and Steve Bannon and Peter Navarro telling you this. These are now major uh, three and four star military personnel giving testimony and saying, hey, it's upon us. we got a massive conference this week in the greater Los Angeles area. I want to make sure everybody that can possibly attend. It's World War Three, the early years Um. Karen Siegman, she's, I think, going to be on with Natalie tonight to talk about that more. But make sure we're going to have as much online as possible. We're going to have videos on. It's got just an incredible crew of speakers, many of whom you see on the worm all the time. But this is absolutely nothing could be of more important right now to get your hands around this, on the geopolitics, all of it. Um, Peter, I just want to hold you for a minute. but I got, So here's the thing. When you talk about de-dollarization, and we've been talking about this, I'm still a big believer – And one of the things, when you're primary reserve currency, you can use the SWIFT system, and you can use the dollar as a weapon, but you have to be very selective, very selective. And when you use it, you got to go all in. I was a huge proponent of massive sanctions against the Chinese Communist Party, seizing their assets, uh, uh, putting sanctioning them like they sanctioned uh, you and me, uh, but also using the dollar against them in Hong Kong. After Hong Kong, to me, that was the Czechoslovakia of this whole of this whole era, the Austria of this whole era, era of the, like the comparing to the 1930s. Right now, we didn't do that. We did it against Russia. Biden and all the people on MSNBC said, oh, this is terrific, you're gonna take down the central bank of Russia, and destroy their currency, that didn't happen, and you nailed it. We have given up the full-spectrum energy dominance. Let me repeat that, full-spectrum energy dominance. That is the basis of Trump's economic plan, full-spectrum energy dominance. And our enemies knew that. Russia knew that. The CCP is going around. These are massive long term output deals with Persia, with the House of Saud, with Iraq. And those numbers, those long term deals are in Yuan and they're at below market. They're below market deals. They're below market deals. We're going to end up paying the market price. They're going to have, and so strategically, it's working out very well for our enemies. Dr. Peter Navarro.
4: Steve, the two most important words you said was all in. If you're going to use do- the dollar as a weapon with sanctions, you have to go all in and make it crushing. What ha- What's happened with Russia, and Putin foresaw this— is that Europe Europe needs its oil and gas. India wants it for cheap. Japan wants it. Everybody cheats, hey, the U.S. is still buying Russian oil. I mean, so it was a self-defeating thing. The word, Steve, I hope you'll embrace this, Biden is strategic energy subservience. That's where we're at now. Now, the, the, the Hong Kong thing, Steve, this is something that, that I wrote about in the Taking Back Trump's America book. In the Situation Room, as Hong Kong was falling, I had an executive order I'd written up with the National Security Council that was going to just crush what's called the Hong Kong clearinghouses. That's the, that's the money laundry that takes the Western capital from the Black Rocks and Steve Schwarzman's world puts it in Hong Kong, funnels it through, and then sends it over to the mainland to be invested in building aircraft carriers in Japan, in in China, basically to destroy American military. I mean, how stupid is that? And Mnuchin, Larry Kudlow, Bill Barr, and yeah, Mike Pompeo, all would not come on board with doing that. It was a bridge too far. And I'm going, wait a minute, we just lost
0: Hong Kong that that and is that is a central moment of the 21st century that's going to be history, a center that's that a of that's, czechoslovakia, that's czechoslovakia that's yeah, czechoslovakia yeah yeah that was no you can You, you coward, your, your remedy coward. your remedy would have stopped that stop the dollars to go on them well i, I we, i'm presser time. i'll get you back on you're gonna yeah. you're gonna actually we're gonna try to co-host this on friday i'm gonna try to get navarro yeah. we're gonna that's work this fine. out but peter real quickly yeah. before we go i want to get back to the debt ceiling Sure. I want everybody to get to your macro course. It's dirt cheap. Yes. It's basically a giveaway. I think it's 12 bucks. I want everybody to take it. It's a Harvard-type course taught by yes. you to have your PhD from Harvard. But here's the important thing. Over the next couple of weeks, as the economy softens, the – The pitch of the Biden regime is going to be exact opposite what we're doing. They're going to go to another Keynesian and saying, "Hey, the economy's softening. You see, J.P. uh, Hunt trucks are having deflation. We need a stimulus. We need another stimulus. We need to spend more money." Give me a minute. Walk our audience through the uh, how they're going to frame the argument, brother.
4: So the, the central problem Biden Obama never understood and Biden understands today is you can't solve stagflation with Keynesian tools. You can use Federal Reserve policy or Keynesian tools to only fix one problem at a time. So, yeah, Biden's going to come along as the economy's collapsing and he's going to want to stimulate, but that's just going to spike inflation. And the real solution to all of this is structural change beginning. With the return to strategic energy dominance. What I told you in the last hour about how Saudi and Russia are going to keep the oil price at 80 to $100 or more, pure stagflation, pure drag on the GDP, we've got to start there by reversing our policy. And then Kevin McCarthy and the Republicans got to hold the line in yeah. terms of rolling back those <laughs> expenses. And and we've got to just stick here's, with that.
0: We've got we to be hard. This, and here's why. Yeah. If you put yourself in the eyes of your enemies what the soysun guys are saying hey look we have these resources but they're, they're draining out you're giving us these dollars that you're devaluating because you're spending your prolific it's your, your, it's your profligate spending we got to chart we got we have to charge higher We're, you're ripping us off so it, their logic a has a certain internal consistency to it.
4: Yeah, it's a pure yes. wealth transfer. Th- that's, Every time they're able to raise that money, it's money out of our pockets in this country over to bad yes. guys that want to kill us. I mean, how stupid! But my point are is we?
0: the core. The cor- yeah. The core of it all gets back to our spending. The spending is a tax yes. on people. The spending is not a benefit yes. to people. Peter Navarro, yes. how do you get to how do we get to your Substack, the columns, all the content, yeah. the books, all of it. PeterNavarro.substack.com. PeterNavarro.substack.com. You can go
4: to the War Room website to get your discount on the Strategic Macro course. And please try subscribing to the Washington Times. It's a great paper, and the op-ed columns great. there are top line. And, uh, sir, uh, let me just say the lighting <laughs> looks great, but I, I like the old background with uh, with the. With, yep, uh, that-
0: Dude, that's awesome. You look great. That's I'm gonna take that's my that's the old logo. I may have to, I may have to swap that out. You take yeah, the new yeah, one. Well, I want to see. One. There's no okay.
4: coincidence. It's gonna, but, no conspiracy, <laughs> but there aren't. Yeah, I love it when the when That'd the pi- papers pop up. Anyway, good to see you, Steve. We'll see you on Friday, brother. A little Gonzo, thank yeah.
0: you, sir. Um, yeah. Washington Times and new- Newsweek under Josh Hammer and the Washington Times had the two best op-ed sections, bar none, I think, in the world. So make sure you go there every day. Washington Times and Newsweek. A lot of our contributors put stuff up on both. It's just fantastic. and Plus, you get a a wide breadth of other opinions. Okay, is Elon Musk getting old-time religion from the war room? Let's look at some of the interview last night with Tucker and then Joe Allen, our transhumanist editor, is going to join us. Let's hit it.
5: So when AI becomes stronger than we are, what do you do exactly? And what does it mean for democracy? We asked Elon Musk... People say we should just blow up the server farms because there's no way to once it, this gets rolling, there's no way to slow it down. The, the really heavy duty intelligence is not going to be uh, distributed all over the place. It'll be in uh, a limited number of server centers. If you say like very, like very sort of deep AI, heavy duty AI, it's not going to be in your laptop or your phone. It's it's going to be in you know a situation where there's like a hundred thousand uh, really powerful computers working together in a server center. So it's not. So, so it's, it's not like subtle and there, there are a limited number of places where that, that can happen in fact you could you, if you could just you can just look at the heat signature from space yeah. <laughs> and it's, it'll be very obvious uh, I'm not suggesting we, we go and blow up to service centers right now, but it may be wise to have some sort of contingency plan where, where, where the government's got an ability to shut down shut down power to these uh, server centers like uh, you don't have to blow it up, you can just cut the power. Have you talked to, <laughs> since you know Larry Page a, yeah. and you obviously you know the OpenAI guys because you started should, it. Yeah. So why would anyone not be a speciesist be human-centered in his thinking about technology? Um, I think what he's trying to say is that uh, all consciousness uh, should be treated uh, equally, um, and whether that is digital or biological. And you disagree. I disagree, yeah. <laughs> um, especially if the uh digital consciousness or whatever you want to call it, digital intelligence uh, decides to curtail the biological intelligence right so you're just building your own slave master and why would you do that doesn't sound great we shouldn't we, we should at least uh, we, no need to rush you know <laughs> Look, what's the hurry so what's the timeline here at what point does it start to really change our society, do you think? I think it starts to have um, uh, probably an impact this year. Most humans cannot write as well as uh, chat GPT. And, and, and no, no human can write that well that fast. Can you have a democracy with this? Well, that's why I raise the concern of um, AI being a significant influence in elections. Um, and, and even if you say that AI doesn't have agency, well, it's very likely that people will use the AI um, as a tool. Uh, in elections. You know, if the AI is smart enough, it, it, are they using the tool or is the tool using them? So yeah, I think things, things are getting weird and they're getting weird fast. Glory be to the bomb and to the holy fallout as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be world without end. Amen. I reveal my inmost self unto my God. Unto my God. The blessing of the bomb almighty and the fellowship of the holy fallout descend on us all this day and forevermore.
0: Joe Allen explained to us the end and how it ties to the beginning. Uh, Tucker doing an incredible interview. That's about as scary as it gets. And, you know, looks like Elon is more on our side, uh, particularly taking out the data centers or the energy supply to the data centers. But he said it's happening this year. That's it's happening this year the impact on our culture and society is happening now right now not 5 years from now not 10 years from now but right now joe allen yes yeah, steve
1: a lot of our viewers uh, our viewers will remember uh, beneath the planet of the apes and the subterranean mutants who were worshiping atom bombs whenever i've listened to transhumanists and posthumanists and even guys like sam altman Uh, And and some of the stuff that we're even hearing in Normie media on 60 Minutes from Google, it reminds me of the subterranean mutants. Uh, These people are worshipping AI in much the same way that the mutants worship the atom bomb and perhaps uh, much the same effect. I guess uh, time will tell. But uh, yeah, the second interview, Steve, really did surprise me. Um, it's not that it's inconsistent with Musk's previous statements. It's just the emphasis on certain elements, especially that, uh, you know, the stopping the data centers or putting in some kind of e-stop uh, to make sure that if the AI gets out of control, some government entity could uh, cut it and you know cut the power or uh, perhaps even destroy the center if it were to happen. Uh, One, two concerns that I have, you know, voiced quite a bit. We've talked about both quite a bit, but two concerns I have. One, um, Musk is a transhumanist ultimately, and Musk is working on a system uh, that could, and he now says, he, he, he hints that he intends for it to lead to AGI. And simultaneously, he's courting the right for support, And I I think he's setting himself up to be a kind of cyborg savior or maybe just a cyborg Caesar. The other, Steve, is just if you hand the government more power, we end up uh, deepening the problems we already have right now. So it really I still feel like we're very much between a rock and a hard place.
0: Well, it's it's quite clear. A free society and artificial intelligence advances are incompatible. Artificial general intelligence, that's the thats the beginning of the digital god. That's the Antichrist. If you're working to artificial general intelligence, artificial superintelligence, which they're all working towards, that is beyond incompatible. Short break. Hang on, Joe. We've got Bill Gertz, Rudy Giuliani. The CCP is coming for you also. All next in the War Room. Inflation has consequences. As the Fed raises interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending, long-term bonds have diminished in value, crippling banks. Depositors are holding their breath, and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Diversification has never looked more important to you. The recent surge in gold prices is directly tied to the extreme market volatility right now. This is why gold has historically been a great hedge against the stock market and against inflation. Now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, two nine eight nine eight nine eight to get a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert your existing IRA or 401ks that are tied to a volatile market into an IRA in physical precious metals, either gold or silver. And here's the best part. It's tax sheltered. Let me repeat that. It's tax sheltered. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. Text Bannon to 989898 today. Take action. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. There's one there's one concept I just want to get to. I'm gonna let Joe Allen, he's working on a special project, go back to work. This thing about all consciousness being equal. Give me give me thirty you know, they talked about it last night with Tucker and Elon. I wanna make sure our audience understands what they're talking about. I wanna get behind this, what they're really meaning. What what is that what does that mean, uh Joe, and why is that so important in this fight that we're in regarding artificial intelligence? Being we are the not just the head of the creditors Committee on all things financial, this audience is, we're also the camp of the Luddites. Uh, what does it mean all consciousness is equal?
1: So Steve, what Musk is talking about is Larry Page, founder of co-founder of Google, and his belief that artificial intelligence is moving towards a conscious state. You'll remember also Blake Lemoyne, The Google whistleblower said that their system Lambda is already conscious or sentient. But there are a lot of other people making very, very similar arguments. You've got Peter Singer, the famous philosopher, probably best known for advocating uh, uh, euthanasia and the uh, legality of aborting a baby after birth. He is also arguing on the basis of empathy towards sentient beings that – Uh, computer systems will be conscious and they deserve civil rights, including, say, the right to vote. And then you have the famous new atheist biologist, Richard Dawkins, who is saying very much the same, that it should be on the table if it's determined that these systems are conscious. You also have Christoph Koch, head of the Allen Institute for Brain Sciences, who also argues that either the internet as a whole or more complex artificial intelligence systems are on their way to becoming conscious. And I could go on and on of all the people who are making this argument. And it's again, it may seem ridiculous, but it's getting at least some traction. And if you've got guys at Google, the most powerful corporation on earth, who there is quite a bit of evidence that they have uh, also the ability to sway American elections through their search results and other methods— I think that even if it is a ridiculous concept to anyone with any sense, it's a concept that is going to confront us going forward as these machines become more and more sophisticated and convincing, even if it doesn't convince you, you can expect that roughly half of the population is at least vulnerable to being convinced.
0: Mm, mm, mm. Uh, How do we go and get all of your writings? Where does this audience go to immerse themselves, sir?
1: Uh, latest articles up at the top of my social media at J O E B O T X Y Z, Twitter, and Getter, uh, warroom.org under the transhumanism tab, and jobot.xyz. Thank you very much, Steve.
0: Uh, go back to work on your special project, sir. I know you're grinding 20 hours a day. That's why he sleeps on the products of my pillow. Because Joe Allen sleeps the sleep of the just. MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Go check it out right now. The buy one, get one free on the MyPillow 2.0 plus the toppers, massive discount. Go check it out. You're manning the ramparts. You're going to need not a good night's sleep. You need a great night's sleep. You can only get that with the products of MyPillow. I've got Matthew Cox. I've asked the guys at Home Title Lock. Matthew, we're, obviously, we're the leaders and spending all this time on artificial intelligence for the posse, we've been doing this now for three years, as Joe, we brought you over to Transhumanism, but it's really exploded over the last couple of weeks since the chat GPT was released, within just 90 days at, at, uh, at Davos. Uh, this online, you know, digital, the criminal, right now in the, in, the, in the firestorm of the economy we have, people that own a home, it can't play around anymore. There's no more games, no more nonsense. You have to make sure you've locked down everything. Tell me about home title lock and and, and this whole situation with people are able to go online and either take out a loan against your house or sometimes actually get the deed and sell the freaking house. Walk us through how dangerous this is right now more than ever.
6: I mean, it it's <laughs> it's getting worse and worse. It's so bad that uh, probably about a mo- about a month ago the uh, Hillsborough County uh, uh, Financial Crimes Unit reached out to me, and I've actually spoken in front of about 40 different financial crimes investigators twice in the last month because they've had such a rash of of uh, title thefts. Uh, people are finding houses and just changing the deeds, taking the deeds out of the owner's name, placing it into another person's name, and then selling the property. So it's happening more and more. I, I'm being contacted all the time, and in August I'm speaking in front of the, um, I'm speaking in front of a, basically about a thousand, uh, it's, a, it's it's roughly a thousand and crime, financial crime investigators about the same thing because it's just happening more and more.
0: Because we're going to get into this gertz about the coming war in Taiwan, the South China Sea, about the Chinese this can come from russia it can come from ukraine it can come from china it can come from all over the world these guys don't have to be domestic guys people oh. all over the world can hit you with this crime right now walk us through that why why you, you you if you don't lock it down you've potentially exposed yourself to every bad guy in the world and now they've shifted all the crimes to online they're not going to walk into a bank and hold it up they're going to try to do a cyber crime and that's why the the equity in homes is the biggest asset for the Deplorables? Well, and and, and so there, you've got
6: people that come over, that can come over here, open up legally, open up a bank account, take out. You know, they could transfer the the warranty deed to your house, borrow money on your house, wire that money back to their, uh, you know, their country of origin, and then and then go back to that country. And let's say if you're from Iran, like the Iranians are not going to. Uh, they're, they're not going to extradite you on a financial crime to the United States. You know, this, and, in Miami, it's very common with people coming in, finding houses and borrowing or selling the house, especially if a house is unattended. That's a big thing. If you have an unintended house um, or a rental property, people could rent your house and transfer the deed, sell it or borrow against it and and then mm-hmm. leave the uh, leave the country.
0: Matthew, so. how do people – we don't want our audience to have to deal with the financial crimes unit of some local police department. We want to avoid that. So how do they avoid it? What, we want them, our audience is proactive. Tell them, just be specific. What do they need to do today? I mean they,
6: they need to go to, like, for instance, uh, hometitlelock.com is the, the service that, that I recommend going to. Uh, it's just like a credit card monitoring service, only the difference is it doesn't just monitor your home's title. If something goes wrong, they will hire an attorney and, that, and they will get you an advocate that will help you correct the problem. Because the average person isn't going to know what to do if something happens to their title of their home exactly. law enforcement might catch the bad guy but they're not going to help you correct the problem you need right. someone to help you
0: we've got it up on the screen give it to me one more time Hol- home title lock.com home title it's pennies a day okay brother Matthew, and you knew, how to, you knew how to do all this. This is why you're such a great uh, spokesman and a great guy talking to the Electronic Crimes Unit because Matthew, during his darker phase of his life, uh, was uh, deep into this. So thank you very much. Always love having you on, brother.
6: Oh, I, I love being on. Thank you. And I love what you do.
0: Thanks. Well, thank you. I appreciate that, man. I got to tell you, I'm so concerned about this, in particular with artificial intelligence. Now they can start doing it on a vast scale. Okay, uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna get, uh, let me get Gertz up. And then I'll play the Gates thing after the break. Let me get – hey, Bill Gertz. So, Gertz, you are the – you know, Washington Times, you've been the number one guy. And let me tell – Gertz has been the number one guy for 30 years on this problem uh, of the CCP and, and, and the rise of China and, and particularly the military aspects. Now we have admirals basically giving testimony in Congress and, 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 and talking about and supporting what you've been saying. Walk us through where we stand in this Third World War? And why is now PACOM, the Pacific Fleet, why are people starting to pay attention?
2: Well, uh, the Chinese have, uh, I guess it was in November, uh, Tony Blinken came out and said, China has accelerated its timetable to take over uh, Taiwan. Um, and this comes on the heels of 2021 testimony from Admiral Davidson, the indo commander who testified to Congress that uh, China is going to move against Taiwan probably by twenty twenty seven. Uh, Admiral John Aquilino, the uh, com- current commander, testified yesterday before the House Armed Services Committee, and this issue obviously came up. And the question was, what's happening here? what What's going on? Why are the Chinese preparing to take this over? And he said, Well, Xi Jinping has ordered the Chinese military, the PLA, People's Liberation Army, to be ready to uh, take that task by 2027. One of the members, uh, Waltz from Florida, said, look, you know, this idea that war is not inevitable or uh, imminent, and this is the propaganda line put out by the Pentagon that they're trying to play down the war fears, and Aquilino really contradicted that. He said, all the trends are not good. And he said, "This is a fact." So, he, and he also repeated the mantra, "Yeah, war is not inevitable or imminent, but uh, it, it's certainly on the horizon." And the Chinese are clear that they're going to take some type of action against Taiwan within the next few years.
0: Uh, we got a minute for a break. Is the Seventh Fleet ready? In your opinion, somebody's dealt with this for 30 years. Is the Seventh Fleet prepared? to break an air-naval blockade of Taiwan by the Chinese Communist Party, the PLA
2: Navy? No, we're in big trouble. Uh, we, we need to move more forces forward. We need to have another carrier strike group somewhere in the Pacific. We have one deployed in uh, 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 Japan right now. The Chinese have deployed hypersonic missiles capable of taking out moving targets like our aircraft carriers, like warships, um, you know, this is a huge problem. We have not done enough. Now they've done quite a bit to bolster forces, but there's so much focus on Ukraine. Munitions that are should be used in preparation for this coming conflict with China. They need to be moved to the Asia Pacific theater, and instead they're Kiss. being sent to uh, support Amen. Ukraine.
0: Hang on. The great Bill Gertz from The Washington Times is going to join us. We're going to get Gates up at this testimony yesterday with Admiral Aquino. Rudy Giuliani, the mayor, is also going to join us to talk about the Chinese Communist Party in the imminent war. Next. Friends, it's hard to trust anything anymore. Our most important institutions are being systematically destroyed. Are you prepared for things to get worse? Because true freedom comes from self-reliance. And that means having emergency food on hand. Invest your food foundation with three-month emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply. That's a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. These kits provide over 2,000 calories per day for energy during tough times. Get breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks. The food's delicious. Your whole family will love it. Order yours today and receive, receive a free Gravity powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279 as a bonus. Let me repeat that. You order today, you get a free gravity powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at $279 as a bonus. With this offer, you're securing food and purified water for the next crisis. Your three month kit and free Alexa Pure Pro. Are all shipped to your doorstep in discreet boxes with free shipping included. Don't let this emergency food offer from My Patriot Supply pass. Action today! Go to mypatriotsupply.com. That's mypatriotsupply.com. Get your order in and your free gravity-powered Alexa Pure Pro water filtration system valued at two hundred seventy-nine dollars.
7: Washington Post. And Washington military planners are realizing that China has surpassed the United States in hypersonic military technology. Does anyone seated at the table
8: disagree with that assessment? Uh, Congressman, I think uh, in terms of assessments, we should probably take that to a classified discussion. Well, it's
7: been sort of unclassified without our consent. We had this leak that showed that China could launch one of these hypersonic glide capabilities 2,100 kilometers, that it could get there in 12 minutes. And I actually don't think it's... That It can't be too classified because it was a year ago, Admiral, that you were before the Senate Armed Services Committee, and you seemed to be giving the warning at that time that we saw manifest in this leak. You said, quote, the hypersonic glide vehicle threat poses a serious threat to the U.S. and allied forces in the region, and we require a near-term initial defense capability to meet this challenge. I read in between the lines of that to say you require the capability in the near term because you don't you didn't have the capability when you gave this testimony before the Senate Armed Services Committee not in a classified setting, but in open hearing. So I guess my question to you because I sense you are the truth teller on a lot of these things, have you acquired the capability since this testimony?
8: The department is working on the uh, ability to do hypersonic defense. Congressman, uh, again, I stand by what I said. I am concerned about it. And, we and do it's still need true
7: to today. It. Would you That statement that you made to the Senate Armed Services Committee in 2021, you wouldn't revise that or change that. That is true as we sit here today. It is. And so what I observe about our posture in indo is that for the last 30 years, the United States has been building aircraft carriers that will never get into the fight. And we've spent years building littoral combat ships, Mr. Smith that will never get into the fight. And while you have been giving us the accurate information, you gave it to us now, you gave it to the Senate a year ago, the truth is we have not made a sufficient investment in hypersonic defense in order to ensure that we have this credible deterrent threat. Isn't that right, Admiral?
8: Sir, if you look at uh, the report as it applies to our Guam defense system, uh, we have identified the need for that capability.
7: Right. And so- I guess, tell me, how do our littoral combat ships ever get into the fight in a, in a China-Taiwan scenario?
8: Well, again, I think that'd be better in a classified setting.
7: I do think it's not going to happen. I think it's whether it's classified or not classified. Can we hit a moving target with our hypersonic offense?
8: Again, sir, I think we ought to take those capabilities discussion to a
7: Well, okay, a so if I setting. represent to you that China can hit a moving target and we can't hit a moving target— do you have any basis in this setting that you can share with me to rebut that assertion?
8: Uh, I disagree that we can't hit a moving target.
7: Oh, we, you think we, with our hypersonic capability?
8: I didn't say with a hypersonic capability. Okay,
7: that, But that's what I'm talking about because, of course, we can hit moving targets. But with a hypersonic capability, it changes the deterrence analysis because the time window shortens considerably, as this leak of classified information tells us, kind of as you told us a year ago. And so I I know that there'll be uh, great bloodlust to go after the leaker of this information. It is never okay to leak classified information, especially when it could potentially put people at risk. But what I wonder is, who's going to be punished more? The knucklehead who leaked this information or the generals and admirals and so-called experts who have sat before this committee and the Senate for decades saying that, these capabilities that we were funding with gajillions of dollars were going to sufficiently deter China. And what you said last year, what you've confirmed now, is that we need a capability in the near term that we do not have. What this leak shows is that China has it, and we don't. And yet, we continue to build ships that'll never get in the fight, We continue to to support these endeavors that don't enhance deterrence, but if the right senator or congressman or lobbyist is for them, we do them. And I think that's, while it is never okay to leak classified information, I think that's what animates the concern among some of our even youngest and most inexperienced service members that we are not really positioning to win this fight. We got too many grifters who roll in and out of the Pentagon two defense contractors and some of them even become secretary of defense thereafter. And I think it is disgraceful and it's not worthy of a true Pacific power like the United States.
0: This was actually stunning yesterday. And Admiral Quinones is as good as a guy as you get. But Bill Gertz, you're the most informed of the reporters have covered this your entire professional life. Is Gates right? I mean, we got to get to the chase. Is a carrier battle group going in harm's way in the Straits of Taiwan, like Frank Ayers and I talk about? The Seventh Fleet going to end up at the bottom of the Straits
2: of Taiwan with twelve to fifteen thousand sailors dead, sir. It's not just hypersonic missiles; it's supersonic missiles, anti-ship missiles. The Chinese have been cranking them out like sausage in preparation for a conflict with the U.S. And they know that they have great distance on these missiles. Now they have hypersonic missiles, which can travel up to you know, 620, up to 1,000 miles, uh, and hit targets, as Gates said, within 12 minutes. Uh, the U.S. failed to react to this. Uh, you know, I reported several years ago that this was a new arms race. And the Pentagon's decision was, based on the anti-nuclear activists, that this was going to be a nuclear weapon, so they didn't want to build hypersonic missiles. Now, all of a sudden, they're scrambling to, to build hypersonic missiles. And forget about defenses against these missiles. You can't defend against these ultra-high-speed missiles, which go Mach 5, you know, 6,000 miles an hour uh, or faster. Uh, you need offensive capability, and that's, that's the way to deter those attacks. If they use those, we'll be using them against uh, the Chinese ships.
0: Bill, hang on for one second. I'm going to bring Rudy. Rudy, you're a student of history. Is this like the uh, Imperial Japanese Navy and the German Army in the in the run up to World War II in the late '30s, when the United States was asleep, England was asleep? Are we in the same situation, sir?
3: Just exactly what I was thinking about, Steve. Uh, this uh, it's like history repeating itself, isn't it? And uh, we do the, We we disarm, then we arm again, and we disarm, and we arm again. And uh, there's, no, no, there's no question we weren't prepared uh, in 1938, 39, 40. We started to get prepared, and that, that war probably took a year or two longer than it should have if we had been prepared, and probably we, we would have been able to defend against, uh, against Pearl Harbor. Why we want to relive those uh, mistakes again? is only, uh, in this case, I yeah. think it's because of the nefarious influence within the Biden administration and within the Democratic Party. They've been anti okay, I'm going to defa- get back to
0: that. Hang on, I'm going to get back to that one second. People have to understand something. It wasn't just Western Europe getting rolled up and going and marching into Paris. It wasn't just Pearl Harbor and taking the island chains and all that. It was 10 to 15 million of our allies in China, the lao bai and the Russian people, those the first two years of those war got blown out. You know why? The elites in the West and everybody else looked the other way as Imperial Japan and in the German army uh, armed themselves and were ready for combat. Sure. We we know about it as 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 Paris falling and and Pearl Harbor, and those were horrible. Don't get me wrong. But the brunt of it. Was in Manchuria in mainland China and the in the in Eastern Europe in the Russian army got crushed. It got 10, 20 million people died in the first couple of years of war, including American combat troops that went to North Africa, Kazarine Pass, that were not ready. We were not we were not ready because we were asleep. Hang over second, Rudy Gertz. Give me a solution. You brought up the fact you had the anti-nuclear people didn't want to do the hypersonic. We're in this fight. We're in the early stages of the Third World War. They've been unrestricted warfare, and now they're coming for us. You see what's happening in the Ukraine, and that's not our fight. Okay, it's not our fight, but the Russians are ready for that. But in China, in the Straits, in the South China Sea, around Taiwan, they're rolling hard for those chip factories. Give me what
2: Bill Gertz is saying today has to happen, brother. Well, the first thing that has to happen, that we have to change the strategy. The the current Biden administration strategy is this idea of competition. They think it's some kind of a sporting event like the Olympics. Uh, We are in a Cold War with China. Uh, It could turn hot very quickly, as uh, uh, Admiral Aquilino said yesterday on the Hill. And we need to move more forces forward. Uh, Aquilino was asked, what's the current breakdown of forces right now, the military? He said 60 percent of the military is in the Asia-Pacific, 40 percent is in the Atlantic in that way. And it's been that way for several years. So they haven't done anything to rebalance forces towards the Pacific. We need more weapons, we need more ships, we need more aircraft, we need more bases. Uh, They're starting to do that, but it's much too slow. Admiral Aquilino's message yesterday yesterday was, we need to move faster if we want to deter a war with China. General
0: Minifield in the Air Force has said 2025, that's what he's getting the Air Force ready for, Admiral Aquilino saying 2027. What is Bill Gertz saying? The balloon goes up on the shooting war, Bill Gertz, uh, when do you say that happens?
2: Well, it could happen during any exercise. The Chinese military just completed a major exercise around Taiwan, uh, and then we sailed a ship, uh, the uh, guided missile destroyer Milius, through the the, uh, Taiwan Strait. Uh, The Chinese threatened the ship. They told it to leave the area. Of course, it continued on its way. So any kind of mishap, any kind of aerial mishap, they've had several dangerous uh, aerial encounters of Chinese jets Coming dangerously close to our surveillance aircraft, Uh, things are getting hot because any kind of incident like that could trigger a larger conflict. And the Chinese are ready to go.
0: Bill Gertz, how do people get to your content? How do they get to your columns? And all all your your books have been amazing. You're you're the leading of all the guys I look to. You're, 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 uh, and they have so many great people covering this now. But you're, you're you're the, you're the, you're the mentor. You're the Mac Daddy. How do people get to your stuff?
2: Uh, my website is the Gertz File at gertzfile.com, and I'm at Bill Gertz on all social media.
0: Bill, keep it up. Uh, we need you. This country needs you more than ever. Thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Thanks, Steve. Rudy. You got a guy like Gertz saying it could happen any time with these massive exercises. You got Admiral. You got General Minifield telling his guys, 2025, be ready. We got to go all in on the Air Force. You got Admiral Queen, who's not a, a alarmist. Saying 2027 20, 20, are we ready, Rudy? Back in the nineteen thirties, you had the Roosevelt administration, you had the America Firsters, you had all this thing about whose fight it was going to be. It's different now. Tell me about the. I got a minute here, and I'm hold you through. Tell me about the Biden regime. Are they too compromised to confront the Chinese Communist Party, brother?
3: No question. No question. Every every decision that Biden has made has been pro China. Uh, almost blatantly pro-china to the point of the irrational like giving up Bagrom air base president Trump mentioned that the other day no person in his uh, right mind would give up an airbase 400 miles from China when when you hear the admiral talking about hypersonic uh, missiles and uh, the difficulty in being able to detect them the more time you have to detect them uh, you know the better off you are and when we have the advantage of time, 400 miles off China, and give it up for nothing, we're now looking for air bases 1,000 miles from China. Only a person uh, compromised by China would make that decision. Then we could go on and on and on. That you, some, I challenge someone to tell me a decision that he made that's anti-China, Red China, or a criticism of Red China. Uh, so yeah, we have to conclude that he's compromised. We'd be fools not to. He got well over $31.5 million into the Biden crime family. We now know that he gets 50% of that money, personally. And now he's making decisions in favor of our worst enemy. Uh, If he isn't compromised, it doesn't matter. He's acting like he is. Uh, Finally, it's- it's,
0: Rudy, hang hang one second, I want to hold this. I want to hold the punchline to after the break. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani, not just a student of history. Someone's had to deal with these tough guys at the highest level, like President Trump. Short commercial break. Mayor Giuliani's going to join us on the other side. I don't know about you. It takes a lot to shock me these days. But to see our judicial system resemble a third world banana republic, To see trusted American companies embrace insane and destructive woke ideologies is frankly depressing. We must fight back, and that starts with changing the way we spend our money. For years, big mobile companies have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because there was not another option. Well, there is one now. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offers dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks, So you get the best possible service in your area without the woke propaganda push by leftists working hard to destroy this great country. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you support free speech and religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military and veterans and first responders, the heroes. Now, Patriot Mobile's 100 percent U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. This is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 878-PATRIOT. Take action today. Stop giving your money to people that hate you and hate what you stand for back the only christian conservative wireless provider patriot mobile take action today the new social media taking on big tech
7: protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture join the marketplace of ideas the platform for independent thought has arrived
0: superior technology no more selling your personal data no more censorship
7: no more cancel culture enough getter has arrived it's time to say what you want, the way you want. Download now.
0: Okay, by the way, Rudy's got to show up on Getter in the evening. We got Royce White. We're putting up stuff all the time. It, you get, it's totally free. Download. It. I'm a moron. I can use it. You can use it, Rudy. Um, and I'm pretty upfront about this. I, I'm the biggest. I, I'm the biggest single advocate that Rudy's got to be the Secretary of State in the second Trump term, because, sir, you not only know. History. You also know how you deal with these bad guys, and these these are thugs. It's the KGB in Moscow. It's the Ayatollahs in Persia. It's the House of Saud in Saudi Arabia. You got these bad guys in Iraq. You got the guys in Qatar. You got the pack. You got the jihadis running Pakistan. You've got mini me in North Korea, and on top you got Brazil. You got Lula the communist in Brazil. That's just in our face now, and it's all controlled by the Chinese Communist Party, the gangsters in Beijing. Rudy, we were divided before World War II, but not like not like today, where we don't have confidence. Our administration is not compromised by our enemy. Let me be specific. John Solomon's been on here, and Gates backed it up. Mike Morrell, a senior guy, was going to be head of the CIA under Hillary Clinton, a senior guy. In the in the intelligence community, and probably people think one of the smartest guys in the intelligence community supposedly has given test sworn testimony that the laptop from hell, the 41 Brennan and these guys got this letter together to run cover for Biden so that Trump couldn't use the laptop in the in the closing days of uh, the election of 2020. And brother, you are you brought me in. You, you and Bob Costello. Were the guys that had the laptop? And you told me when that letter came out, you said that is a bald-faced lie. Rudy Giuliani.
3: Well, it was. And I mean, the the reality is they all had to be in that position. Uh, They're all professionals. Uh, They're uh, dishonest professionals, but they're all professionals. None of them ever saw the laptop. None of them asked questions about it. There was nothing about it on its face that suggested it was Russian. It wasn't in Russian. I just, I just interviewed and saw and spent a night with John Mac Isaacs. I tell you, it was beautiful. The man is a great man. This is a man who should get, who should get an award for being a great American. Uh, this was a purely American document that came right out of Delaware. And uh, it, it, it was probably one of the easiest documents I ever had to verify. I probably verified 2,000 in my career. And so was Bob. And uh, there was never any question that they completely lied in order to fix an election. So before you even get to them fixing the election, you know, at the ballot box, they fix the election in terms of uh, making America into uh, another version of East Germany or, or the Soviet Union. So the reality is the Democrat Party, going back to McGovern at least, has been a party of appeasement, a party of pacifism, a party that's afraid of war. Remember in 1988, Dukakis in the tank, what was listed on the screen were all the defense programs that he was against. Virtually we would have had a smaller army than than Egypt if he had been president. And then I think uh, when you get Obama in, you begin to get a, uh, a Chinese and a communist element into it as well. So you combine the pacifism of the Democrat Party with the pure designs of Marxist communism. And now we're at a stage where they they just won't defend us. And they put us in a position, and unless we get charged pretty soon, it could be irreparable, where we're so far behind that China could act at that moment before we can go through the three-year buildup we did in the Second World War. We we don't have a, 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 a Soviet Union and a China fighting for us to get us time this time. If if they hit us at the worst possible moment when we're least prepared, we don't have two or three years for the great American engine to grow the way it did between thirty nine and forty
0: two. Rudy, so Rudy, you're an is, expert on you're expert on the unrestricted war that they're hitting us with. Do you believe we got a couple minutes here? Do you believe the Chinese Communist Party plans on a kinetic conflict around Taiwan against the United States of America, sir? I believe it's a backup plan. Uh, you
3: know, China is very shrewd. It's not Russia, much smarter. And I think they'd like to take uh, Taiwan with the least amount of uh, conflict. Uh, so they're going to try different kinds of strategies. But if you're asking me, if it comes to that, if if uh, if they attack and we we uh, respond and it gets into kind of a Ukraine thing, they're going to go much further than Russia is going, and finally they're more capable of it. They're more, more capable of a massive war and uh, the use of n- massive, even nuclear weapons. And finally, they're more immoral. Uh, even even with uh, Putin being as evil as he is and Russia being as evil as he is, they are still part, to some extent, of Western civilization. And they consider themselves, some of them, Christians. Uh, the Ch- the Chinese uh, believe that anything is, look, they've killed 80 million of their own people. Why wouldn't they kill 30 million of ours?
0: Rudy, uh, we got to bounce, But are you open to serve as Secretary of State in the uh, second Trump term?
3: Well, oh, I shouldn't ask for a job now, right? The boss would get angry. <laughs> I'm willing to do what I. I'm have not to saying do. you're
0: asking. No, no, no. If you, no, no. If you're asked, would you serve as Secretary of State? And do you think you could do the I, job I, that needs to be done right now? The Secretary of State needs to do. Why,
3: why be it? Why be one of those jerky? Oh well, if I'm asked, it would, yeah, sure. Yeah, I would be. I would be open to do it because as you many years. And I know I'd have to explain, I, I really believe I could straighten it. In part, I ran for president because I thought I could straighten out the State Department. And I think it's the agency of government, even beyond the FBI, and that needs to be straightened out first, because it, it, wow. now it, it, it it's us. It's us to the world. And uh, the president, they can undercut any president. And by the, by the way, they undercut Democrat presidents. They undercut anybody they want. It's a arrogant, almost as if independent agency that's running on uh, Ivy League wokeness.
0: With a- a- anti-American wokeness, Rudy, your content—you've got stuff, you got shows, you got podcasts. Where do people get it all?
3: Well, tonight on Getter—that's a good one. Eight, eight o'clock tonight—that's probably right now one of our most watched shows. We we get every night. We get bigger and bigger audiences. You can get us on Getter 8 o'clock tonight on ABC at 3, uh, wabcradio.com. And and of course, uh, Dr. Maria and I are on every Sunday on Uncovering the Truth between 10 and 11. So you can get us many, many different ways.
0: Rudy Giuliani, America's Mayor, honored to have you on here with your thoughts on geopolitics. Charlie Kirk, two hours of populist nationalism served up hot. Real America's Voice, we're back at five. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplug Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store vpn antivirus and highly encrypted messenger better than wicker signal telegram or anything else none of your message or vpn traffic is stored analyzed or sold claim your security for only ten dollars a month go to their website unplugged.com that's unplugged.com slash to install the unplugged suite it's secure it's private it's the way we stay connected and informed get it now